Yeah, what up? This is Shaka. And this is Key. And we, we are, are Riders, Riders Against, against the, the Storm. You are listening to The Feedback Podcast. What up, everybody? It's back with The Feedback Podcast. And in this episode, I sit down with two of my good friends, Robert Vasquez, a.k.a. DJ Fidel, and Randy McGraw, a.k.a. DJ QD. And uh, we talk about their experiences as DJs, bartenders, and door guy, because they got to do all three. And they worked over at uh, Dirty Bills on West 6 and Rio Grande. If you haven't been there, it's a dope little spot. Uh, nice staff, music always good. So go check it out. And make sure you stay tuned to the end of the show. There's some really good stuff going on uh, this weekend. Uh, definitely worth it, so don't miss out. All right, let's go. And we're live. Welcome to the Feedback Podcast. My name is Bag, and today I have two of my good friends sitting with me. Randy, how, how you doing? doing? How we doing? Doing good. And my boy, Robert. Howdy. Hello. A- A.K.A. Hoto Bird. A.K.A. Rosebud. El Camera Guapo or something. A.K.A. Taco. We're just kidding. DJ Taco. <laughs> how are you, man? Good. good Everything's good. good. Life's good. All right. Well, first of all, I want to thank Randy. Because oh, well, I like how this interview is going. Yeah. Because you DJ my first feedback party. Oh, you remembered. Yeah. I do. October 22nd. 2010 at six lounge which no longer exists yes so thank you for that i hope you had a good time if you remember i do i did you do remember there's when the booth was in the corner you do remember or you do did have a good time i had a good time i remember yeah okay good i just it was one of the few times you could play songs and people line dance and all those songs you wanted me to play cupid shuffle and all that stuff it still happens your crowd gets gets hyped with it yeah true it still happens they take advantage of those yeah like they really they they just really sit there <laughs> oh, they almost exploit it. They're out there loving it up. I believe you. I've seen it. All right. Uh, the reason why I'm having both of y'all on the show today is because y'all wear different hats when it comes to nightlife. You both were bartenders, door guys, and DJ. True. So, which one came first for you, Randy? DJing came first. Making real money, I guess, would be door guy. Really? There's more money as a door guy? Yeah, because ba- it was back when it was going to be my started DJing came first. It was all vinyl and it was collecting and it was, you know, out of high school and trying to learn. You know, it's a little more difficult to learn just by ears than pushing buttons and looking at screens. So how did it happen? The DJ the va- I had to think about this the other day and shout out to Jen Shoemaker, the DJ life. She had asked me some uh, some interview questions for her blog, and I had to think about it. And I thought about it because it was email, like real long, hard. Like I really don't have that moment. Like, oh, I heard this, and blah, where'd that sound come from? For me, it really was going to Skateville, a roller rink park. Where everyone in Minnesota. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah, no, not down here. <laughs> now, we all no. know that you're yeah. from Minnesota, yeah. the whitest state. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty up there. Uh, <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't do the what, the snowball dance, the couples, the limbo, the tricks. I would literally go there, put the roller skates on, get foot-long jump rope and a hot dog, and roll up to the DJ booth and just watch him. That was your moment? Yeah, that, I would just would watch him. And because he was in control. He commanded everything you were doing. He, he had everybody like, you know what? You need to go stop and go to the side of the wall and stand on there. 
Why? Well, everyone's going to do it. Mm-hmm. He's in charge of hundreds of people on roller skates. Do you remember his name? No. Well, there was a couple different guys that went there, but it just, it just that. Seeing, I guess, him command, being in charge of emotion and everything, I was like, I kind of like this. And rhythm me growing up in a music family, I was like, this is awesome. How about you? For, for, for DJing? For DJing. We're going to go through all three of them, so we can start with DJing. I mean, I'd always seen DJs, like, you know, you see them on MTV or whatever, like, just briefly. Mm-hmm. And then my first experience in Austin, like, when you see it live, it's completely different. And the the DJs we have in Austin are amazing. Like, to experience that and to hear these guys do what they do, mm-hmm. like, it's, I just wanted to learn more about the music and... Who did who did you see that and you're like holy shit I want to do that? I mean, you can drop names. It's okay. Uh, I mean, anybody <laughs> in Austin? I mean, that's that's where all my influence is from. Like, uh, what Baby G, Chicken George. I've known Chicken George forever. I remember at Red Fez, oh, Mike wow. Swing, Protege, the first DJs that I kind of like befriended because mm-hmm. I'd always go to their gigs every gig firehouse red red fez you know everywhere I remember that just time. to have that that feeling that it was awesome so when did they click that this is what you wanted to do I mean it was kind of like a like I had the ability to I learned from great people like Randy and Kellen and uh-huh. just hearing it and you know I kind of jumped into it I was kind of just pushed into it at one moment. Do you remember your first gig? Yeah, it was less than a year ago, I think. Really? Yeah. yeah. I was probably there. <laughs> <laughs> Requesting yeah, freaking Jan- Janet Jackson, of course. Probably. It was at Dirty Bills, and uh, it was me and Kellen. And I was really nervous, and I only DJed for like an hour of the four hours, and he DJed the rest. On a Wednesday it. night? Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. What about, do you remember your first? It was a, the very first gig was a house party. Oh, I know. And I had to bring like I only had maybe two crates, and they weren't BPM'd, and it was just a free for all. Did it work? It worked. Yeah. Did you did you, did you control the crowd? Yeah, but back <laughs> then it was more slams, and you took the whole three minutes of that song to properly BPM and line up and get your levels, and and then oh crap, song's over. You had to know the song because uh-huh. it would just skip, and then the next track would start. You know, like it was it was more difficult than just putting a loop or hitting a button. It's a lot easier now. I love it, but. Mm-hmm. It was back then learning and doing at your first house party. Like, you borrow the table, you borrow that other table, the actual tables that are it's on, all the cables are janky. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, yeah. It's just there's a lot of elements of. Uh, and so, so what, what were you playing? Was it all like hip hop? Yeah, house? I started with all underground hip hop, and I mean like backpacker hip hop. I mean collect the collect the vinyl and see all the trains on it, atmosphere type. But growing up there, it was a lot of Indian underground type stuff that I was exposed to. Minnesota. And we didn't, we didn't, yeah, Minnesota. We didn't have the, the southern draw and all that. We could hear it and stuff, but it wasn't in my upbringing and the neighborhoods and what people were listening to. It was more, it was either you're listening to like horrible, horrible rock music with a lot of guitars or yeah. you're listening to that stuff. And then you came to Austin in what year? To move here? Yeah. 2002. But I'd been coming here through BMX, traveling around doing that since like 98, 97, 98. BMX? I didn't know that. I've seen you seen tapes, a video, video clip. Yes, I've seen a video. Please describe clip. the video because oh, I want. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. He later. had longer hair and it looked awesome. Oh I man! Had, I had I, I, but it was so Bieber. quick. He only has one little. It's a tape of like, you know, 20 seconds. Yeah, next. 
There's a couple. There's a couple videos and a couple, but they're all. Yeah, I've only saw clips. that. I've Some only seen that one on clip. YouTube. One of them was in Houston doing a kinked crooked wooden handrail. It was a feeble grind. Sure, we we'll all know then, what that is. It, it's it, you know <laughs> skateboarding. I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. all these skateboarders the wheel, out there. The front wheel's up on top, and the back peg is sliding down the handrail. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And the other one, I don't even know. I think a tail whip off of something, a spine or something like that. I don't know. I've seen the first one. I've seen Impressive. That. That's the one I saw. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm gonna look I could, it up. I could. It's even, on YouTube somewhere. It's I in the video. Even I don't even. I have old VHSs. Uh, oh, dating sure. yourself. I have. He knows. I have a whole his old closet because we used to live together. It's uh-huh. just filled with like 200 VHS BMX videos. Because <laughs> I would go to the Texas Skate Ranch at a couple places up and around Georgetown, just in the middle of nowhere. There's a giant skate park and that was on road fools mm-hmm. and it was in a bunch of competitions and joe rich and taj mahelich the t1 guy shout out to them here from austin texas i mean they were the drive i loved how what they did so ever since junior high and high school i was traveling around to competitions around the united states so do you remember your uh uh your gigs here in austin like where did you play the very first ones yeah the very first gigs playing here were, were at the ritz because i got hired there wait the movie theater no, the old Alamo Draft House. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. What it was before, yeah. Yeah, when it was a live venue, then it turned in just like a punk BMX bar, and that's how I became to know it because I saw the Ritz in BMX videos and stuff, and guys getting hammered in there and doing shenanigans, and I was like, cool. When I go to Texas, I'm gonna check that place out again, mm-hmm. and I kept showing up, and I was just a regular all the time, and I came with nothing. I had no money, nothing. So I started, and this is a very disgusting place, cleaning the toilets and working <laughs> the door guy job, and this is an old place that like. It's a false floor, so it's just five, four, five feet off the ground, so it's just, and it's never been cleaned or nothing, so it's just gunk and crap everywhere, and the plumbing doesn't work, and there's missing toilet seats, and people just disrespect it, and there's stuff you don't want to talk about all over the bathrooms and in the couches and cleaning, and I would wake up and just go clean that place for three hours a day, go home, shower, come back, and work. And then they the told you, job. and then they said, "Hey, now jump behind the decks." Upstairs, it was the like the hip hop mecca, David, and some other people that are still around. It was all like uh, MSG crew and wow, I hadn't thought uh, Clements and shout out to those guys from Austin, Texas. Here, old people, Dub Six, all those guys. It was that was the upstairs. You would walk up this sketchy hallway up the uh, to the upstairs, which was the black seating because it was an old movie theater, so it was segregated with different entrances. So we could we could do different <laughs> occupancies and do different. Yeah, I'd been I'd been yeah. to some shows up there before. So Bart bar Exodus, he did a show up there one time. Yeah, it's a big stadium seating with a little area here, and the DJ would be there and hang out. So I mean, I would always DJ in between hip hop acts and stuff with them. And, mm-hmm. and then and you jump you jumped around from what? I just yeah, I had I've done every, Dizzy Rooster, Chuck and Monkey, Firehouse, The Lodge, Moose Knuckle, Thirsty Nickel. Paradise. It, the bars have changed four times. It's over. <laughs> with it's what shots, aquarium. Oh, okay. So a lot of bourbon rocks, which was that, which is now that giant cowboy place. Bourbon rocks. Uh, the bourbon girl. No bourbon rocks. That's the bourbon rocks too. It's what is it called? The stage. The stage over across yeah. the street from Hoax Pizza. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay. That was an eight hundred person. Or something that was like that no, it was bourbon bourbon rocks. That was after the Ritz closed in 05, Katrina happened. Uh huh. And all the people that lost their, the bar people lost their jobs or couldn't go back. The guys that owned bars there just took their money and closed their bar for three, four months and opened bars here in Austin. That's why we had a whole bunch of people from out of town opening up bars. So this was a giant, he took three bars, Dacry Factory and stuff was over there. That's like 15 years old. <laughs> Blew down the walls and made the biggest downtown venue, which was 800 person. 
And right after going from the Ritz and then starting Emo's Lounge and doing a couple other things, I ended up there and being my first real residency, I guess, in 2000, for residency, 2006. And then I did that until late 2007, went back up to Minnesota for six months, came back down. What a journey. (laughs) What about you? I mean, you started off at, at Dirty Bill's. Yeah, actually, I started off working with my cousin at Detour. Do you remember? Oh, Detour by the domain. That's yeah. right. Yes, I was the uh, door guy bar barback there, and then I went to Dirty Bills full time, <laughs> and then uh, there's, there's Papa John's in there. Yeah, I did work <laughs> at Papa to, John's. I've seen a lot yeah. of Papa John's. I, 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 there was <laughs> we're trying to go through his LinkedIn <laughs> profile. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, I was at Dirty Bills for almost three years, and uh, last uh, this past August uh, is when I started uh, doing DJing. So you're coming up. Yeah. On eight, it's really fresh. Like, yeah, I mean, it's 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 cool because I mean, I, I've known you for shit. I don't know forever. A decade. Yeah, a decade. Easy. Yeah. easy. Yeah, easy. Yeah. A decade. I used to celebrate my birthday just me and him. Yeah, we would just go out because <laughs> it, it, it was during the week. Yeah. It was always during the week, and it was just me, and I was available, and I always I want to go dance. <laughs> yeah, so that's what we used I to mean, You we, were an available the, friend. Yeah. Uh, Robert, it's my birthday. I will talk to you in a year. Let's go out. <laughs> no, it wasn't no, like that. It wasn't like that. No, because, I mean, we used to dance all the time, and that's Oh, I know. That, that's all how, the chest pumps and the, the braps. Yeah. yeah. Popping. Yeah. Locking. I mean, that's, that's, how, that's how it all Locking. started. But uh, uh, how did you, how did you, your name is, your DJ name is pretty cool. And you have, you have it tattooed on your arm. And what's the story behind that? DJ Fidel. So the uh, tattoo is from one of the dishes that I was raised eating, like, forever. I still eat it. My grandmother makes it for me. My dad, my mom, my aunts. Your family covers Yeah, that. they all have made it for me. And I've taught my roommate how to make it. Um, I mean, it just it's just always around. Like, I always have it. And it just reminds me of my family. So Fidel, yeah, Fidel. Oh yeah, how you said? Fidel, 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 Fidel. Just sounds like a drunk. <laughs> so then, no, and then I just hey, you're Fidel. Yeah, it, so, no, th- and that's wh- how I got my name. I mean, I it's marketable. It's it fits me. It's my life. It's from when I was little. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a tribute to your to your family, which is dope. Absolutely. And you, Mister QD, tell me the story. Mine's just a family name from that, what, Hanna-Barbera, the cartoon. Quick Draw was the, uh, was the horse. Why did you pick that? Well, because you're McGraw. Because my name, the last McGraw. name is McGraw, so like our whole, it, our whole, you know, Quick Draw McGraw was the name of the horse, so that makes sense. I don't have to think of anything. You came up with that, or someone had called no, you No, 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 this is, my, my, they called my dad this. This cartoon is really old. Like, now, I remember, the, I know the cartoon. Right. And, and Ricochet. It, uh, Quick Draw McGraw, our last name's McGraw, like it's just, think about it. So everybody called you a quick draw, and then that was yeah. it. Huh. I was hoping for a more... Uh... <laughs> no, I said it's not an interesting story. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and the way you got QD, and you have to say it QD, I can't drunkenly roll my, my letters like <laughs> this guy over here. I'm not You're drinking the what, whiskey and what? Uh, Coke. Uh, uh, <laughs> have you had your Fidel today? <clears throat> I have not, but I have had tacos. Mm, you of did course, have tacos. Of course. All right, one, one question I ask... Uh, all the DJs I have on the show is what is your song request policy? 
because that's something that I know all DJs got to deal with. So this is, this is good because I get it from someone who's been DJing for a year. Almost. Almost a year. And someone who's been DJing for what? 12? 15? Not 15. No. 20? I, I count DJing, I guess, would be like when you're making money at it. Okay. If you're saying it from that perspective. All right. Anyone so, can be a DJ and be real f- and have real fun. And, and it's, yeah, but from so, my perspective, it, I guess, yeah. Okay, so. What's 10 years, your, fine. What's your policy? Mine's going to be completely different. Well, not completely different. Go ahead. I, our gigs are different. People got to understand the politics of DJing. You really, I mean, it's, you, you can be a dick. You can be courteous. You can be over courteous. You can ask for tips. You can say, I don't want to play that song at all. You can hand them headphones and say, listen to it on your phone like some people have done. <laughs> Kiss nice. And uh, <laughs> you, you mean, there's a lot of different ways to approach it. I, at my gigs and a lot of the stuff I do, I have to play clean edits and stuff like that. Sure, it's part of the job. Like, you can't go up to a bar, and I'm being a bartender as well. You can't say just because you, you want a hurricane. No, we don't make that. They want a hurricane, they're going to give you a tip. Like, ask, fine, make it. Mm-hmm. I want a Long Island. Oh, it's the same thing. As you're a bartender. You need to make the drinks. You're the DJ. You got to play the music they want. Oh, your so ca- you your job to is to cater to the crowd. It, yeah, it doesn't matter if it's, the, it's top forty or if it's all breaks. Like they come up and ask for it, mm-hmm. they're going to have a better time. They're going to stay. They're going to dance with their friends, and they're going to feel better. So, but on the, on the opposite side of that, girls go from bar to bar asking for the same Akon song or whatever you want to put. Kesha, the one. Kesha, Justin Bieber, Kesha song or whatever you want to do. And then as soon as they hear it, they, woo, they had one shot, they go to the next bar, and they, and they request the same song. So like, if you know that ha- the, that happens a lot, I mean, you got to have your time to play what you want, or at least introduce some stuff to the crowd. That's why it depends on the venue. Like Bourbon Girl, you can see them come in and go out, and you can see that they've only gotten a shot, and you can see they're not on the dance floor, they've been at the bar. You can <laughs> see they haven't bought a drink, they're probably going to leave. These are things that give it away. Oh, okay. If they walk up with drinks, they're staying. If it's four girls that just walked in and walked right to the DJ booth, you're going to get had. Like, they're going to listen to a song. Woo! Someone's going to buy him a shot, and they're going to leave. Oh. Man, that's... There's a lot of different outcomes of that. That's why I said Robert... So, let's say the, the I, hottest... I cater. I'll, I'll, if I can play it, I'll play it. If I'm playing a 140, 135 song, and you're asking for, like, can I hear Pony? I can halftime at five. It, it might mess everything up for everybody. Like, the majority comes first. So you cater to the crowd, regardless. Most of the time, I cater to the crowd. Yeah, Thanks. unless it's something way off the wall, like an '80s song in the middle of a, like, no, I'm not gonna do that right now. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like play Queen after Rick Ross, or yeah, or we have a bachelorette party here. Here's twenty dollars, and you just give a mic and say this and play this song. We're all gonna go dance. Oh, you do shout outs? Oh, you can do turn around. Everyone is dancing, so dance. They give you a mic, and yeah. you can do shout outs too. At the yeah, at a lot of places, yeah. And for a lot oh, of the I want to hear that. I want to hear. I want to hear Randy on the mic. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, got, you got him right now. Cheese quesadilla. I want to go. Cinnamon, come listen. on down. Oh, you have to announce the voice too. <laughs> no, I'm not doing strip club. That, that strip club announcer. <laughs> oh, please do. All right, give me, give me one. Give me one. No, you can't. Give me one. It's Stacy's birthday. <laughs> come on, it's Stacy's birthday, I'm, and I she's hot. She's blonde. She got big titties, well, you, and she walks up and asks you, "Well, whatever." Okay. I don't know who Stacy is. Whatever. And she walks up and she's like, it's my birthday. Can you play Britney Spears? What do you do? You get on the mic. And what do you say? I would get on the mic and, and you could, you just do, shout out to Stacey. No, no, no. I want that announcement. Oh, no. <laughs> See, I don't want to do it. 
Come on, man. I'm not drinking. I'm not in the mood. One time, I'm sitting down. Gra- gra- grab his whiskey and coke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't do it now. Uh, uh, one I'm, of the other managers that's there in a lot of the other bars, this being a Womack bar, it's a totally different environment. It's cheesier yeah. sing-along top 40, really catered to the crowd. Yeah. And I'm in a DJ booth. I got to change the lights and do all this stuff. Like, It's a bit different than just going and playing a a theme bar or a th- like a, th- a all 90s sets and stuff like i'm all over the board and i'm doing mm-hmm. a lot of stuff and they're on the bars with the mics giving shout outs and they have the the, the cat callers the, the 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 barkers the guys that walk out with towels in the middle of the street and try to corral groups yeah, yeah, of yeah. ladies to come in so they're doing the shots hanging on the bar down the throat and body shots and stuff so it's a different environment at that particular place so mm-hmm. all right if you're listening to this well, yeah, you listen to this. Go, go see. Uh, <laughs> if you can hear me, listen to this. Shut up. Go see. What what, what nights are you there? Uh, it's usually Saturdays. Okay, on Saturday, go to Bourbon Girl. It's Bourbon Girl, right? Yeah, it's Bourbon Girl. Bourbon Girl on Six and. Uh, In between, I guess Trinity and Tr- Brazos, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go see them. Request a song and ask for the announcer's trip of voice, trip trip club voice. <laughs> I'm gonna go and do it. I'm gonna drop it. It might in there be followed time. with four dollars shots of fireball. You know? Sure, <laughs> sure, that'll work. What what about you, Rob? What is what is your uh your policy as uh, a first DJ? Well, I mean, uh it de- it depends on the settings, you know, like like Randy said, every bar is different. Every feeling of what you're doing is different depending on where you're at. Uh-huh. I mean, um I do dinner uh, from eight to eleven at Rant Six One Six, and um, I try to accommodate the music to fit the experience, <laughs> the food. Uh, but uh, you know, uh, it it just depends. I I don't mind taking requests. Uh, it, it like if I'm playing like R and B or hip hop and mm-hmm. or funk and soul, and then you're like, can you play some country music? And I have no problem with country. I love country music. My mother worked at a radio station, Cave at Case 101, for, you know, eight, nine years. I I love it, but it's got to be, like, fit the situation. Organic. It's right. Go in. Like, I don't want you to hear Salt and Pepper and think Brooks and Dunn. Like, when you thinking, if you hear Salt and Pepper and you come up to me and you're like, you know... Let's hear some George Clinton or, you know, some, some, well, and, and something then, that's relative. Yeah, but I, I know you, and I know the kind of music you like, at least the type that really you would think make makes you move and really is... Uh, um, B-Boy Breaks, I guess. No, right? no not old, all the time, but like he's, a, he's, a, he's, an, he's an old soul. <laughs> this man likes that all of that... All these, and, and the DJs that he admires are people who play that stuff. Yeah. So... He uh, likes music with drums. I do he like likes music with the drummers right. that front like. Right, so every every once in a while you do drop, you know, you know, throw a little George Clinton in there. Yeah, throw a little James Brown in there, and like when you play when you play Havelina, for example, how does that? Do you get that a lot? Uh, yeah, I do get requests. Uh, lately a little bit more. Um, and it's fine. I I, I just I have to adapt uh, to you know the crowd that's there and yeah and just everything. And uh, just try to make it make it work, sound good, and fit. Well, you've you've been doing it for less than a year, and your library is it's it's totally not as extensive, right, as other DJs. But I I've been a music lover for a long time, so you know I I, I have a good library of great music. I believe I, you. 
I, I mean, I, I dance. I mean, dance hall. I think for what two year, three years straight. That's all we listened to. Yes, I remember. We never danced to anything <laughs> else except for dance hall. Like, oh, they're play- definitely going to play dance hall on Sunday. We got to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. And he'd play his set, and we'd go <laughs> off, and then we'd relax. So how, how do you? And get- then we'd relax. <laughs> <laughs> well, how, how would you, how, how do you get your music now? Do you get it from other DJs, or you're part of those? Um, I'm know? intrigued by that too. How, you how know, are you getting your right. music? All right, so Ooh, go ahead. I can't give out all my secrets. Like no, the music, one music, or two. You don't you know, have to say a link. Just say like, a blog, a website, a friend. No, no. Let him answer. Let him answer. Oh, all right. I have uh-huh. a way to do it, and it's very time consuming. But it's electronic digging. So my this is my secret. I will give it out. All right, everybody grab your pen and paper. I listen to the DJs that I admire. I watch them on YouTube and all the things that they do. Any producers, anything like that. Uh-huh. And I'm willing to dedicate my hour or however long it is. And I Shazam their, some of their tracks. I don't steal their sets, mm-hmm. but I will grab songs that i like but it's very time consuming and you have to be dedicated to sit there and listen Mm -hmm. and i love doing that so i i do it as much as i can so when you're out and when i even when i'm out my mind's always thinking about music oh so you you you're saying you watch youtube and then you just put your phone by the by the speaker and then you shazam the song digital digital digging it's, wow. it's the new thing. A lot it's, of people don't do it because you don't you don't want to sit in front of your computer and listen to something that long. Uh-huh. Right, just into the whole mix, right? Yeah, I'll, yeah. A, a DJ will be on there for an hour to you know, hour and a half. A lot of mixes have track listings. No, the one <laughs> just, I no, didn't want to say it. Throwing that out no, there. No, those words at the but bottom. the DJs that I I look up, like uh, let's say, all right, yes. Madlib did a boiler room. Uh, what it was in LA or something like that, mm-hmm. and he—they're not putting the track list on any of those boiler rooms. Like, no, the boiler room was one of my favorite things. Stuff I can understand that. Yeah. I've listened to it and I went, "Wow, all of this." He does it a little different, but what about you? How you do it? See, I was just—I was gonna. <laughs> what, what's your secret? Cross-examine Robert. Like, have you not had to look up any top forty current stuff to keep on track for any of your gigs? Your gigs are well, so. Well, that—that's the other thing. All right, so because that—that makes it different. Yeah, I've 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 uh, I know a lot of the DJs in town. We're all great friends, and some of my friends do hook me up with music at times because there's some stuff I just don't I don't really know that much about, and I need somebody else that's a little bit more experienced to help me out with that. But I and I've gotten help. All I do is I I ask, and my homies help me out, and I'm very thankful for that. What about you? What's your secret, Randy? I got tell I don't have any secrets. I just. Uh, How do you keep up? I'm in three different music blogs. One of them would be uh, DJ City. I guess I get emailings from stuff and places with links. <laughs> I have friends, Dick Nixon. Shout out to him. He helps with. Uh, yeah. We're on the same page at a lot of the same type of clubs. We have to, you know, intros and outros are nice. It's just everything bit rated, you know, easy to do. It's time consuming. So we'll each throw stuff at each other like that. Yeah, see, I mean, I, every DJ's got friends that do it. Or have you gotten this full album? Yeah, I'll send you the link. You know. Yeah, that's I, I like the that. Majority, I like that about that's the time yeah, consuming it, too, it, because you have to do. It would just be a zip file or something. It's like you know, oh, you got to go through everything and put it into crates and catalog it and and uh, cue point it and BPM it and everything. Right. 
See, I like that about the DJ scene here is that since they all know each other, they hook each other up. I, I think. I mean, for- yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I get, I get. When I hear something really good that I know, like, you know, Eddie Chorizo Funk, like I know he's gonna love it. Like he's gonna hear it. And he's gonna go, <laughs> that track is fire. I'll send it to him, and he'll he does the same thing to me. That's dope. I like that. I like that. All right, let's move on to the the door guy situation that you both worked at. Uh, so you started as a door guy at the Ritz. Correct. Right. So what was the hardest part about that job? And then we'll, you can chime in uh, whenever you want, Rob. Yeah, that's fine. Hardest job, uh, hardest part about at the Ritz? Yeah. <sighs> it says it all right parts. there. Uh, fighting, cleaning the bathrooms. Oh, that's the that's the uh, door guy's responsibility. Yeah, if there's fights, door guy gets in there. If the bathrooms are messed bathroom? up, the door yeah, guy goes yeah. in there. I if was, there's a lady passed the guy out in the bathroom, the, you gotta go in there. The restroom yeah. and dirty bills. As long as I was working there. Oh man, I didn't know that was part of the gig. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, what do you? Who do you think cleans in there? Like, the door guys are the the that's. I mean the fan, the fancy places They're have like a crew places. that goes in there and cleans. Yeah, them. yeah. <laughs> but more corporate Janey bars. Yeah. And, yeah, but the mom and. Pop dirty bills. Yeah, we we gotta use our own no, hands. So shout out to everyone vomiting the, the fingers, sink. Yeah, that just doesn't go anywhere. We get scooped out. Oh shit! <laughs> Literally shit. Yeah. <laughs> See, no, yeah, the Ritz, the Ritz was more gutter punk, and it just it was totally different. It was, it was grungy. It was a different demographic crowd altogether. But different time. Mm-hmm. Like Shadow Lounge was on the corner back then, man. Shadow Lounge, quarter whiskey cokes. Quarter? And a small rocks, yes. Fifty That's cent crazy. doubles. Before you go to work, you put a five dollar on the table, and you are messed up before you walk across the freaking street, man. Like the quarters, uh, you had that. They had fifty cent. You all right over there, buddy? Sorry. Taco indigestion. Yeah. <laughs> it's the whiskey. So yeah, people would get riled up, Coke. and that was back when it was stiff Shakespeare pitcher party stuff, like. We had it coming from all over the place, checking IDs, and that was before the patio. Then we put the patio in the front, and that was more bums. And man, it was sketch. It was sketchier times back then. And it's not saying anything at like to the people that live here, but like I've had a bum with a full fledged machete in his back pocket whip it out on me. Really, I've had a guy, a bum put an entire pitcher tip jar in his front pants. I've I've had a guy with a butcher's knife in his backpack. I've had a guy you, with a with a cattle taser. In his pocket, I had a guy with at Dirty Bills with a rubber mallet. In oh it. yeah, remember like, I I found that mallet. He dude, dropped it on the ground. And I picked it up. Like, people just walk. Give that to Randy now. Yeah, there's people walking around with uh, <laughs> big weapons, and your door guy. You, you know, and I was younger, so and I was a lot feistier, I guess. But it it kind of takes you back a second when you're squaring up with a guy, and his hand comes from behind his pants, and he's got a th- two foot sword type weapon. And you're like, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> And then the bike cop you comes from behind and tackles him. Well, yeah. when I was at at uh, DB's, I mean, the crowd is completely different than from the Ritz. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it was completely different. There really wasn't that many fights. Most of the people that go there really honestly kind of know each other. It's all regulars. Yeah, that's, it's, it's cheers, really, yeah. for like regulars knowing it. We, we don't have that's to why there's no the there's no there never really was violence. Mm-hmm. It was always somebody that was from out of town or someone that had. Never been there. Yeah. And they'd start some fight or something. Yeah, you, you have had a girl flirt with you to get in? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. I'll tell that story then. I mean, it happens almost every shift. Every every shift? Yeah. Yes. 
I mean, everybody, I mean. Like what, show their boobs or try oh, to yeah. kiss you? Is it, what, what? what? Everything. Uh, yeah. do? No. Come, now, don't say yeah. I mean, give me something. Uh, Remember that time? I mean, <laughs> I just know that there's been times when, you know, they're trying to flirt with you to get past the line. Or, you know, they, and they got a, like a group of people with them and, and they know how small Dirty Bills is. Yeah. You know, it's not they, feasible sometimes. Yeah, it's just like it's, what, what, it's just not gonna happen. Like, oh, so you just like, hey, I, I got nothing. Like, like I get all. hugs and kisses on the cheek, and like, like really just flirting up with me, like, and I'm just, <laughs> I'm not, I it, that happens, that's happened, that just happened right before you got here. That's what, how I feel, like telling them. <laughs> you turn red, you all right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm good. It's the whiskey. Wait, mm-hmm. do, do do you guys uh, have to? Um, uh, once the once the bar closes, so you clean the bathroom and stuff. And you, oh, door guy duties. Yeah, at most bar. Well, at most bars, door guy is pick up drinks, kick people out, check the bathrooms, do the toilet paper, do the towels, uh, sweep, mop, do the trash, spray down whatever you need to spray down. Uh, mats. It depends on who's working what bar and where. But I mean, dirty bills. It's it's pretty easy. It's, yeah, I, mean, I mean, it's it, a it small, small. It's one of the smallest bars downtown. I mean, tiniest. Bar is tiny, but they have the patio, so they expanded occupancy load-wise and square foot-wise. We're probably the smallest downtown. I think. I mean, I, mini bar probably is the tiniest, tiniest. Now that they've opened, it's been like six months they're open because yeah. that's tiny. No, you're right. That was that old pizza shop. So yeah. Oh. Shout okay. out to Alex and those guys at Mini Bar. It's a great little. I have to check I it out. Spot. Yet. I haven't been either. Um, so do you find all the crazy stuff like once they? Once the bar closes, bras, panties. Oh yeah, you get different stuff on the yeah, floor versus shoes. versus different DJs, different nights, Sunday fun day. You yeah, find it, it, well, what's some of the crazy stuff wraps. you found? What? I mean, I mean, you find any kind of sort of weird kind of little drug on the ground, pieces of them. <clears throat> yeah, tobacco from people rolling buns in the back yeah. just stuff. Like, you, you find you a lot can of find stuff. all sorts of things. Condoms. <laughs> Yeah, tampons, of, cell phones, purses, jackets, shoes. You see shoes. People, everything, man. People leave everything. I don't understand how you can. We, the my back office has these are thirty two gallon trash bags, two fully jam packed thirty two gallon trash bags full of clothes. Just people left. So, so, so what do you do with that? We leave it for a couple months and then we'll take it to good. Carlos will bring it to Goodwill. Oh, okay, that's good. If it's raining out and there's umbrellas or hoodies and stuff, it's been there for a while. Sure, take it. I mean. But like There's We're a not lot. a store People come back months later And they're like Hey I left this here We're not Your closet This is a bar Do you think I have Like <laughs> You're you And there's a lot of other people If they all left something You know how much crap I'd have in here Right It's a tiny bar <laughs> Yeah They'll leave high hills I've Everything, seen all man. sorts of Things Oh the strangest bars. one Yeah The strangest one was jo- oh, A gun license Like these dudes came in there And transferred gun ownerships Got hammered oh, and left their gun license there. That's and crazy. it was there for like weeks or months. And they came back and asked for it. And I had seen it the first couple of months. I didn't. I thought Carlos was somebody to take. I had no clue where it was because it was like an important document. So I figured somebody would have grabbed it or he would have came back I mean, for it. That's really important. Right. Document. So he's like, "Did you guys still have that?" I was like, "No, we don't have that." I mean, if I find it, I'll give it to you. But yeah. don't you think you should have came back right away? That didn't dawn on you. Mm-mm. That's <laughs> why so people get stupid. <laughs> do you see a difference? Bet- do you see a difference between the weekend crowd and the weekday crowd? Oh, weekday warriors, yeah, and the turnover rate's different too. Just with, like I said, with different DJs and different nights and holidays, and you see people coming out on a three-day 
Yeah, the, four day the weekday weekend. is yeah. for service industry people. Yeah. We, like, service industry likes to go out on Mondays and Tuesdays because it's so peaceful. Mm-hmm. You can well, we're en- working you can, the whole weekend. Yeah, though. you can enjoy yourself and not be, like, in a slammed bar and have to make your way to get through to get a drink. Mm-hmm. And you can actually have a conversation with your friends that are at the bars. With fast service. Yeah, that's true. No, I mean, it's but it's gotten to, like, Wednesdays are crazier than it used to. Not as, maybe not as crazy as a Sunday, but still... And that's piggybacking on the Sunday Funny thing that uh, yeah, we, the Mike Swing shouts to him started at uh, Union Park downtown. Yeah, I remember that time. Yeah, I, so we started hiring DJs at five and six. That so when his crowd ended in that brunch and he stopped spinning, mm-hmm. they needed an oasis to do it. And since he started it, we were the next people. Well, Dirty Bills doing DJs. Now everyone on that whole block has a DJ Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, uh, and during the week Wednesdays and th- like. Because it draws people over there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did. I did a whole show on uh, Sunday Fun Day. I still think it's uh, it's mayhem out there. But when yeah. I moved here, the Thursday, Thirsty Thursday was the big. Sunday. Yeah, like, Thursday, that was Thursday was crazy. Was yeah, but th- not anymore. <clears throat> yeah, it's Sunday now. Yeah. Uh, what day did the uh, 2005 with the Rose Bowl? What what day did the the championship? What day was that on? Because I remember. When was it? Uh, working the door at the Ritz, and it was a dead night. But UT was playing. Oh, 2005, and then what day? I don't know. Because, uh, see, remember. I remember, because cars got overturned in the street. Oh, the riots? I was working, yeah, I was working at door, just me at the Ritz. The Ritz is huge. Yeah. And we can fit five, 600 people in there, and it was just 20 people in there. And all of a sudden, right in the streets, cars getting tipped, uh, phone poles being pulled over, and then just two, 300 people get, trying to come in. Like it was, it was how pandemonium. Did, how did you take that? I haven't thought about that in a while. That made me that was weird. That was crazy, sketchy, because so, they were all annihilated. Yeah, I'd and be, it's a ride. I'd be worried. Like, how, how did you? That was me throwing people. That was a that was an interesting. <laughs> no, did did people like stomp over you, or was it like a full? No, but um, I had I think the bar back or another one of the guys that worked there that was there come and just hold doors so that I, we could funnel them into one door because they had like big double doors but you could push them open so like you kind of had to and there was <laughs> yeah, a bike rack on this were. side yeah like but you could jimmy those open so you had to shut the one door so and there were small little closet doors that would open like this so you just feed them into one area but it was yeah that was that was that was a crazy night cars overturned and like a right, fire and shit like that yeah that sounds familiar wasn't it the night when the, the cops were all on one side and I don't know, I, dude. They they came through and did, uh, yeah, they did some <laughs> stuff, spraying stuff, and did everything. From the Ritz, being the door got the Ritz. I saw like the Frost Tower go up. I saw all Mean Eyed, well, not Mean Eyed. The yeah, the tattoo place burned down. All those buildings behind oh, yeah. there burned down. We could see the oh, flames. Shit. I've seen so much from that spot, <laughs> and now it's like I'm gonna go there to watch movies. It's yeah, just right? totally weird because you walk in there and like this is where we would take people out the back alley to fuck them up, like. <laughs> Can I get you some condiments? It's a, <laughs> it's a mind fuck. Well, how, long, how long did you work at the door? Um, almost three years there. And Carlos, that's where me and Carlos, we have worked together 12 <laughs> years or something. Mm-hmm. Carlos had worked there 13 years. He was at the Ritz. Damn, that must have... Yeah. You survived. He's been doing it a long time. You survived. You're still okay. Yeah. <laughs> still standing. All right, let's, let's move on to the bartender hat, which I think is... Uh, the most interesting of the three. 
You okay, Robert? Yeah, allergies are bad. Oh, all right. Um, so why did you choose to become a bartender? Well, I was a door guy from the get-go. Yeah. And then I I wanted to, you know, upgrade. Everybody wants to move up. So door guy is like the bottom? <laughs> Pretty much. That's a low totem pole, yeah. That's what you start out. That's under, under bar. barback? <laughs> yeah, because door guy just stands at the door and kicks people. Any, any problem, anything breaks, a mess, a fight. Pick up glassware. It, it, they do it all. The barback just stocks the bar uh-huh. for the bartenders and makes sure that anything they need, he can do. He cuts fruit. He washes dishes. He stocks the cooler. Right. He wipes down the bar, and then the bartenders do all the bartending, and they'll help. It, it's different with positions and your staffing, but at Dirty Bills, like, it's a pretty shared workload because we want to get out of there and we do a good pool. And it, everyone that's been working there, longevity-wise, it's years. <coughs> Excuse me. So our turnover rates. Nothing. You, yeah. People have just been lining up to work there in such a small bar. So you moved up from uh, being a door guy to being a bartender. So do you, you already knew like how? No, um, I would go in uh, early, really early, like happy hour when Randy would be working. And Randy would help me out and uh, give me pointers. Did you suck at first? Orderly. I mean, uh, no, because, uh, you know, on the basis... I know everybody knows how to make their own drink. Well, you, mean, you know how to make your own drink, but yeah. someone comes up with some crazy ass name like "Make Me a Angel's Nipple," whatever the, the thing is. Well, and, and that's why I would Damn, go to I work early. Taste, I want to taste to learn that. how to. You know, <laughs> Who doesn't want to taste? Make an angel a blue nipple. Hawaiian or uh, you know, uh, so a redheaded slut. I'd, I'd I'd never known what was in that. Uh-huh. And you've got to learn that stuff. What's in the Lindsay So you had, a, you, had, you had a book, or you just take notes from what he's doing. <clears throat> well, for the most part. Here, study at, this. at Dirty Bills, people order pretty much the same thing, very basic stuff. It's every very rarely you get like, can I have a Mexican martini? Or, see, yeah, he or, says or, a neighborhood bar earlier he mentioned, and it really is. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's you know, oh, this guy walked through the door, here's your blueberry spray. I might not know your name, but I'll know what you drink. Or your last name from the credit card. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, what's up, McNamara? Here's your Jack and Diet. Exactly. But yeah. I, we don't know anything about them or their first name or anything. But with their, yeah. That's with their psychiatrist as well, because we're behind the ball. Right, right now, I can tell you the first three people that go into Dirty Bills every mm. day. Uh, one of them is a... Shout outs to? Yeah, uh, uh, vodka, soda, orange juice, and that's, that's Mitch, my, my good friend Mitch. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then uh, JD is uh, vodka cranberry. <clears throat> with a lime. With a lime. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, I guess uh, Cameron or Burl will probably come in, and it's a vodka that's, that's cranberry correct. or a, uh, I don't know, Burl, you change it up. He'd drink. Cam- Cameron changed it up, too. He does, he, now he does blueberry and Sprite and a shot of Rumpel, and Burl does a lone. It, just, it depends on his day. Yeah. But it, really, it, really, it could be a Lone thing, Star you know. or it could be just a shot of Tawaka. And a okay, what's drink. mine? <laughs> uh, Captain uh, yeah. and Coke. Bacardi. You, you don't carry Captain. Uh, uh, yeah, Sailor Jerry. Sailor Jerry. Okay, okay. He likes that dark rum. <laughs> all right, props, props. That's a skill. I gotta say, do I remember all those, uh, all those drinks? But so, so you were watching him, and he was just giving you. Well, he would just tell me to make shots, and then I would just make anybody that came in's drink, and he would just make sure that I was doing he, the right pour or, or whatnot. It's training. You, you do the counting training. thing. You do the, the counting. Yeah, thing? everybody does it. See, I, see, I didn't. I found out about that on the show I did with Dacia and Michelle. I had no idea that was the whole count thing. Oh, you mean jiggers? Which diggers? Jiggers. I'm saying it properly. What is that? That's 
other bars that don't do counts, they no. use jiggers. Yeah. Those little Oh, those cups. little cups. Yeah, the thing oh, looks like yeah, your drum necklace. Yeah, yeah. You just put liquor into it and you pour it <laughs> exactly. in the glass. Yeah, I've Corporate seen that. chain <laughs> places. And it's horrible to bartend because it takes time away and everything. And it's just, you know, you can't give away with a pour. People do the... The, the way you get away with a, with a better pour with a jigger, no matter if it's an ounce, ounce and a half, is they can't see it because it's radio. I don't know why I'm doing this. Yeah. But you pour it over the drink. Yeah. So that you can get that extra little on top. Like, exactly. oh, uh, look, man, look, manager, I'm doing the, oh, the extra one. But my bar, it's, like you said, service industry bar. It's a neighborhood bar. Yeah, you, people. Every, you know, it's an ounce and a half to two every drink. And so, it's, the tip is great. And the environment is awesome. And for him to learn happy hour-wise, it's a great spot to learn so how to bartend because yeah. it's not high volume, but you do get a wide array of drinks because it's on the west side. I mean, what are some of the things? Uh, 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 whiskey, uh, whiskey shots are real popular on West Six. Uh, fireball mm-hmm. shots are fireball everywhere. Everywhere. everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Um, we didn't conform and do the pickle stuff. We didn't, those are, yeah, don't, that's one of the don't, only ones. We should quote a man, we don't no, need to talk about they belong on sandwiches. No, 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 I don't, I don't believe, I don't believe in pickles. In them, I don't believe in pickles. <laughs> they don't exist. No, not it. Not not doesn't compute. Uh, so, what is something that pissed you off as a bartender? As a bartender, you know, yeah. I, it just getting flagged down. You know, snapping. Yeah, because it, it, we everybody is important. Everybody is a priority. Everybody needs a drink, and everybody has their order of doing it, mm-hmm. and. Um, some people just they want their drink right then and there, just like they want to hear their song right then and there. So people are like, uh, yeah, snapping, it's going, hey, high, hey, yeah. hey, oh, hey, 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 you. It's not a high hey. volume bar, man. Like no one ever waits more than five minutes unless we don't like you or you're too drunk or we're we're gonna wait to give you water later or you just went to the bar, ordered drinks, turned around to five people, asked them their drinks, and then you walked away and came right back up. Like you don't get your spot back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you don't get the... No one really waits at Dirty Bills. It's such a small bar. Like, we'll cater right to you and do what you need. But the aggressive ones that he's talking about, it's, it's just not needed. You're not going to get... Yeah, but you get, you're going to get putting those. Putting money in your hand, putting your face. My biggest thing is, lately, is my entire bartending career, I've said, like, oh, you, you, make, you make the awkward eye contact. And Robert knows what I'm talking about. With I everybody, just look down. You have to look down. Until, no, you, you until I'm to ready learn. to serve, I, then I'll look You up. have to learn to be a, not be a dick, but just to not try to please and cater to everyone. But when you're looking up at that register, mm-hmm. be sure that everyone is going to be, illuminate your face in that dark bar. So everyone's all like, I need this, 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 and this. If you make eye contact with any of them, you can't say anything. And now I don't. Absolutely. You might think I'm a dick, Absolutely but not. for the first five and a half years... I was like, I'll be right with you. I'll be right with you. And as soon as you acknowledge them, they're like, four Bud Lights and two red-headed sluts. And, four, and you're like, I can't. I'm, I have stuff. I'm doing two, three different orders in my, in my head right now. Uh, we're kicking a guy out. I'm doing that. And I said, I'll do just But you can't explain that to them. So now I just don't. It, it just make, They get pissed off like, you took my order and walked away. No, I didn't take your order. I said, I'll be right with you. I was trying to be courteous. So those type of people, those people and Daisha and the, shout out to them yeah. that were on the show. Yeah. They know it. those type of people ruin bartenders' perspective of customers because you're trying to cater to everybody, but you're making us look like dicks because we're not listening because we can't. I mean, just remembering all the orders and... You know how it is, Dirty Bills. You've been yeah, I know. there. Yeah, I think I have. Shots fired. I mean, boom, everyone's everywhere. And if they don't get served, they'll walk behind the bar. That's why I installed that chain. Yeah, the little area. Yeah, I installed that chain. 
Oh, yeah, there was a chain there? There was a chain there? No, I installed the chain. So oh, you they did? can't walk behind the bar. Yeah, I don't care if you want to hug and all that. I'll walk to the chain. But, dude, I, Robert knows I'm, I swing around. I'm a big man. I got a wingspan. You're, you're, bartending is a lot of pivoting. You yeah. pivot for the bottle, yeah, you grab, you're pivot. Turning you pivot. Right. And if you have to keep turning, checking turning. and there's a person ordering a drink and hugging and getting their purse behind the bar and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you're going to elbow. I've elbowed. People don't like to work with me because I swing around and I can knock them like, right in the face. Yeah, say, you're I'm like, sorry. You're like 6'9", 250 <laughs> pounds. <laughs> but I'm still illuminated Shoulders in that bar because I'm so of white. Hulk. Of course you're going to fucking knock out somebody. <laughs> yeah, I know I've, bumped in, I know I've bumped into you a few times. Oh, yeah. Or you've done it on purpose to me just to get. In oh, the and, and I've razzed you <laughs> yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. Did you Did you ever have to um, uh, mm? hit someone or be close to hitting someone? I have. Uh oh. I, uh, uh, I, I put, uh, Randy is leaning towards Robert right now. To a, I mean, to a degree. I mean, uh, you didn't land. I had a, no. You, oh, you <laughs> no. You mean you missed? No, I. I you know, I. I don't ever want to really punch anybody unless they really, really deserve it. And uh, I had to kick somebody out one time, and uh, ooh, tell they, they deserved. No, they deserved. No, some, no, 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 no. You can't just say that. You have to tell the whole thing. Oh man, dude walks in. First order. What is he? Short wants? story long. Yeah. Uh, I. I I basically there was some drama going on in the back. I don't know. There was some scuffling between the customers and this guy, and uh, I had to escort him out. He was not going out with uh, very easily, so I had to get behind him and get him in a chokehold, and then we had to push him out. A full Nelson? Yeah. It or was, a half. I, I, was a half I, Nelson? I didn't really get the whole lock. It was a half Nelson. I couldn't lock it. Yeah. I, it was taller land. than me. The dude is this was taller the, than me. Is this the big guy that punched you? Yeah, he, oh, he got yeah, so me. Oh, story. he punched you? See? Yeah. Well, this was after we got outside. So that way I hadn't even got outside yet. Mm. But I had him. We were going outside. Uh, it took three of us to get him out. And uh, once we got to a clearing where there wasn't. There was nobody like we weren't squishing people. I'm gonna take you to the back alley and whoop your ass with a bat. I, I lost my grip and then we kind of fell on a car and that's when we were punches were thrown outside of the bar. Yeah, well, you were outside, of the, you were outside, outside of the bar. You were a door guy or a bartender? Door guy. Oh, you were bar back bartender, door guy. That, yeah, that was when you were everything. Yeah, that, yeah, I was doing. I was doing. Once you train the dirty bills to do everything, you could do everything. Oh, okay. So uh, you do uh, do any tricks, bar tricks? Uh, I do flair. hat. I do hat tricks. It's called flair, but yes, he does do hat tricks. Yeah, but you don't do a hat trick while making the drinks. Uh, I can do that. Coaster tricks. Uh, I have. I don't have. Like Randy's style, the like... coaster trick guy. He can hit anybody <laughs> in the bar in the left eye from any if point. If you in the leave room. your credit card up there or you don't close or something, and I see you in the sea of people, boom! I'm gonna hit you on the top of the forehead with a coaster. Perfectly arced around the draft line. I've, I've been hit good. with ice by this dude. I was just walking not ice, in. Not ice. No, yeah, yes, you did. It was ice. I, I throw. I must have been out of coasters. Yeah, <laughs> probably. I throw coasters. <laughs> it was ice. I was just chilling there, and, I, and all of a sudden, I get hit by ice. They look at me like, "Ha ha!" I'm like, "Motherfucker!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he could throw poker cards into a watermelon. If you've ever seen that, I know he could do that. <laughs> <laughs> so. um what what do you do when someone passes out at the bar? Uh, you got to go get them and wake them up and get them out. First and it, foremost, it's door guy's job. First and foremost, oh, it is. 
Yeah. So bartender tells no tells one can be yeah. sitting in the bar. No bartender. Think about it. If you were nap, ordering drinks and the home. bartenders left to go do something, people still need drinks. Yeah. So you tell the door. That's why you have a door guy. But you don't have the little earpiece thing. Oh, no, this isn't real. I got ears. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, you got to get them out. They can't. They're not at home. If they're gonna go, if they're gonna be asleep and just like too wasted, they need to go home. Their friends need to step up. And not say, hey, the party's ending because I got to take him home. <laughs> you need to take your friend home and make sure he gets home safe. And uh, Ladies. Got, ladies. Ladies. Yeah. You can end any sentence with ladies. It will sound creepy. Well, it was supposed to be creepy. It was supposed to be <laughs> so they learn to take their drunk girl out of the freaking yeah. bar. Well, t- speaking about girls, you ever got hit on? Yes. Yeah. It happens at the bar all dots. the time. Yeah. All, of, all the time? Like okay, well, no, there, no. There's hit on to get like to get hooked up, or then there's hit on like, hey, I actually yeah. like you. I'm gonna see you when you end uh, when you when you out of there at three thirty. I'll be outside waiting in the cold. I might have well, the Texas uh, cold. cold. <laughs> yeah, it, it was sixty five outside, and she was outside until three thirty waiting for you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, I, I had an experience like that once. Um, you know, I I, I think uh, the whole scene of being downtown is enjoying yourself, and uh, sometimes you got to flirt with some people to get some things done. Look how diplomatic he is. No, he is choosing his words wisely. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's going to be like a... You have, you have to come back and give me some... What? By the way, what whiskey is this? What am I drinking? I have no idea. You have no idea what bottle. you gave me. I didn't buy it. My roommate did. So. You, you, it, was it open when you got it? No, no, no. no, no he, I, did, he, I did open it. it. It's brand new. Don't worry. If I get woozy. Mm. You got some stories to tell. It's great. <laughs> um, you ever been tipped with anything other than cash? Ooh, Robert might know too because being a door guy, people will give you 50 bucks and all that jazz and then behind the bar. What, what you got? Uh, Let me see. Um, I think I've gotten movie passes one time. Ooh, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. Tipping? Yeah, at the door. At the oh, door. I've gotten lotto tickets too. Scratch offs. Pre pre scratched? No, not pre scratched. That's a that's jacked. That's I've gotten scratched because it's money already. But he's like, hey, mystery box, thanks. But it was like a it was like a <laughs> like, it really? was it was a twenty dollar one. You know that's kind of cool. yeah. But he didn't know that he could have kept the money. I, I'm willing. Uh, well, I'm willing know, to gamble. Changed, I'm a gambling my, man. Yeah, he is again. I changed my stance. It's a twenty dollar. You know. Those common denominator, dollar, five dollar. I'm like, thanks. It depending upon the tab, but a twenty dollar, that's fun. Oh yeah, I mean, I'll take I mean it. yeah, I mean yeah. I, I, I've hit. But I've won money yeah, on scratch. If, if you don't win, then. But he gave you a, a life experience. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I could have been a millionaire. Oh, I wasn't. He went. He was gonna get some free drinks no, next he, time. He could even be a tacos, but do, do you know how pissed I would be if I gave you a winning lotto ticket for two whiskey cokes? Well, yeah. <laughs> hey, here's a boat. You know, like, <laughs> no shit. Well, you'd be getting free drinks from Robert for a long time. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm done with that. And tacos. But you ain't coming on the boat. All right, let, let's talk about uh, manly and girly drinks. We'll have Robert shoot this one first. Well. He's manlier. I am pretty manly. <laughs> I, uh, I've i been known to drink. His voice got drinks. lower. Some, some what? Manly drinks. Actually. <laughs> I, I I when I go out I like to uh I I'm not big of a liquor like a, a mixed drink guy. I can drink beer. I I like to manage myself better with beer. But it's usually a beer and a shot. But you're a free for all man though. 
I mean, it's, it's I, I'm the not part of your, the no, people but, you're with, or what kind of mood you're in that day. Yeah, like you I, could you thrown me dr- sometimes. Yeah. And I'd be like, where? I could drink that? some. I could drink. I, I mean, I, I could have a good not, time. I'm not saying you cannot drink. I'm just saying, like, if someone walks up and goes, "Grown ass man," <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, grown ass man, what are you drinking? A uh, beer, Cosmo. a beer and a shot. Cosmo, beer and a shot. Drink so what? Wait, wait. So I think I was trying I, to say is what? If you walk into a bar, what's what are you more prone to order first? And name it. Like, oh, I'll drink a Dos Equis and a shot of Jameson. There you go. And you? <sighs> See, I, I go stuff. all over like him, but man, I have a Try sweet you tooth. A this I have guy. A sweet, not like that, but I'm a sweet tooth. I'm not a, and he knows I'm not a fan of the foo-foo glassware. Like, I'll order yeah. a $20 drink. You put in a rocks glass, it's fine. No. Yeah. Uh, I love my vodkas and I love my sweets. So He loves I love vodka. my sweets and I love vodka. It goes. I mean, a Tangraid. bottle, a Tang- whole bottle can go down like nothing. It feels great. So you never, never had a Cosmo or no? I've had every, tea. I've had every drink except for like coffee flavor stuff. Rangtang, it's Rangtang. Rangtang was, was that was what, that's Wait, the, that was one that? of your mm, that was the three olives flavor. That yeah. was a little grittier too with the sugar content, and you would get mad you were all over that one. Rangtang. Uh, now it's the Deep Eddie Ruby Red. Shout out to those people because yeah. uh, I want a case of Deep Eddie Ruby Red. Mm-hmm. I want one too. <laughs> Piggybacking. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time when I'm going out now, it's going to either be a above well vodka Red Bull or a, a ruby and ginger ale. And then shots are whatever people want. Now, I mean, I don't know what's been getting to me lately, but going to Benji's three times a week, being in that cross street from my bar, like ghost pepper tequilas and stuff. I mean, I, I'm leaving there two hours later and I still haven't fully swallowed some of the, the tequila they give you because it just lingers in the back of your throat. And then <laughs> it's, I don't know, my palate's changing. It's good. I started. I used to do whiskey, and he knows of all things. I, and shout out to Tommy Boulevard. Yeah. And when I drink dark, uh, oh, I pick oh. up objects and shake them. What if do, they're people that then you're gonna. You, I if, mean, if you are Tommy <laughs> Boulevard, and Randy has had some whiskey in his body, a bottle, you better hide. I am shaking the change. You are gonna out become a backpack. I will shake him so hard with his untied shoes that he'll have loops at the end. Like I, mean, I pick. <laughs> if we're walking down the street, I'm like, look at that heavy ass rock. I'll pick it up and throw it. That's I don't understand it, but the best, the best, <laughs> the best time I've ever seen these two guys was at a brunch. Mm-hmm. They had both the same scruff. <laughs> the same haircut. He's my mini me. And the the white V neck. I think of it. Yeah. And it Bo. was <laughs> yeah, Bo, awesome. I have a picture. Was that of a that. day that I'm fundamental was there too? Because yeah. you line us all up yeah. and it's hilarious sometimes. I, I it, it it was it's one of the funniest when I didn't have pictures. hair when I shaved my head yes, and we all looked exactly. a little bit like. It, it's the best picture. I will find it and I will post it up. At yeah, point. please do, please do. No, I had to stay away from the dark stuff because. Uh, and Robert, we've never even talked about this. Now that we're doing his perspective on it, I would spend. I don't go to therapy. I would spend a hundred dollars on doors because I would just break bedroom doors, closet door. I would just punch through them until they were what shrapnel, something it's, like that. Yeah, just walk through doors in my apartment. <laughs> doors I still don't have are not Randy's best no. friend. So I still don't have doors in my bathroom or my closet because I'm just like ah, I don't need to pay for that right now. Fucking crazy! No, it's it's, it's a door. It's, 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 it's okay. It's, Doors it's are just in the way. You're gonna spend more than a hundred on therapy. I just need to get this rage out, and then I'll feel better. It feels good. You know when you break a bottle. You know like that noise, that dis- the destruction, no. that just, what? Just jerk off. You'll be fine. Whoa! I, well, <laughs> I'm getting that handled on a totally different level. Uh, this is right. t- this is just anger and testosterone. I'm oh, like, okay. Well, I need to get this out of my system. Or hmm. Irish, right? 
Oh, Mick Graw? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no shit. Major right, Irish. Got it. Got it. I'm half ginger. Come on now. All right, all right. Let's move on to the next thing. Uh, I did a wave this time. We're not going to do the instant feedback. Uh, I'm just going to ask some random ass questions to both of y'all. And it's not like a sure. quiz or anything. Is like, it first thing comes to mind kind of thing? Or? No, no, no. It's a bunch of different ones. All right. So we'll start with Robert every question here. No, no. I want to start you with start you. with me. All right. Yeah, I want to start with you. I'm on the hot seat. Is that what it is? No, do I have no. to roll closer to you when we do this? No, no. It's okay. Is there a buzzer? Is... No. All right. you know, what, you trying know, to paint a picture. You're for not that. even winning shit in this. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hey, I'm just starting a podcast, man. I don't all have right, any all funds. Right, all, right. Uh, all right. Number one. Drunken Love. Best song request Surfboard. or worst song request? I'm going to go with best. Why? Because it doesn't matter if they're men in the club. They're going to have a good time because women are singing along to it. Yeah, once that song comes Surfboard, on. Surfboard. I mean, the ladies love it. It's like the same reason bars have clean restrooms for the ladies' rooms, usually only. Yeah, that's true. you need to cater to, to bitches. If you call them bitches, it's not going to show up. You need to cater to bitches. Bitches are the ones screaming and dancing to that song. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> good point. All right, Rob. How do you make an adios motherfucker? <laughs> Whoa. I, and you guys can play at home. All right, too. You, you you know how you make one of those? You get down on one knee, you <laughs> tighten your shoelace, and you put it right in somebody's ass. You say adios, motherfucker. It's a drink. Oh well, that's how I make them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's half an ounce of vodka, half an ounce of rum, half an ounce Fail. of tequila, Gosh. half an ounce of gin. Half an ounce of blue cool it's, it's rock. It's a ghetto cool. Long Island is all it is. Uh, all right. It's a ratchet Long Island. Sweet and sour mix and seven up. Yeah. All right. Well, I make mine different. <laughs> yeah, put your foot up someone's ass. All right, Randy. This is why I started with you because I wanted to ask you that question. Okay. Dude comes up to you and wants to dance battle you doing the worm. What do you do? Is that person you? No. I don't do the worm. Am I hammered? Randy will battle you if he has enough. I of just that battled vodka. back with DJ Nick. Shout out to DJ Nick at Brew Exchange the other day. You didn't do that? a battle. Well, we battled. You walked up to me, waved at me, and walked away. No, you challenged me. I jumped in, and like I do, and then I jumped out. That was it. You know, simple as good. That was not a battle. <laughs> I, that's what I would do. I will jump in and jump out the way I do it. All right. If I'm really hammered, yeah. I'm, I dance more behind the DJ table because. You can't see my legs. I have fucking three and a half foot legs. Like, it looks awkward. All right? It's like watching a pro basketball player dance. They're like, he's wonky. Like, I mean, that's the word for it. Right? He's wonky. He's just wonky. wonky. Like, he's that moving is the his description hip. of it. Right? I'm moving that my... is the word. I know exactly what you mean when I'm you properly, said that word. I'm properly dancing. I could stand next to the back and do the exact same body movements. It just looks like the windsock, like cart, the D, you know, uh, the big wind puppet thing. That just at the you, were, you sold cars for a living. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah, Robert sold cars for a living. It was a car salesman. Those big blow-up inflatable things that yeah. just... The, wonky. Yeah, just wonky. <laughs> You're a wonky-ass dancer, man. <laughs> I'm a wonky-ass dancer. And that falls into WPD right, and why it. that's so hilarious, because white people also are wonky. So, I mean, the WPD aspect you know of what? watching I, people I, I do would that. Be, I'm, I'm going to go around and call people wonky. Oh, <laughs> dude, it feels good. Please, yeah, I love because it. Because words are fun, and wonky is just awesome. <laughs> that's one of the word. best descriptions. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, uh... Tab is $46. How much does the patient have to tip if it is 15%? I'll give you three choices. 15%. 690 920 or 550 Do some math right now. Oh, he's using like dimes and nickels and everything. Yeah. Um, 
$15% tip. But there's, he knows there's other factors in that, though. It, longevity, no. friends. So. No, I mean, yeah. someone random trying Was to Was it service industry drinks? Like, so I don't know what... I don't want to do the math right now, but it could be like, what, 10 bucks? Perfect. Yeah, 920. All right, so... No, actually... All right, let me put it like this. Mm-hmm. Well, what, what's your rule of thumb? Then let me ask you this. What's your rule of thumb for tipping? For me... Uh-huh. I am, we were going to be biased. I'm a known as my my friends know me as a very big tipper. I like you don't some people. That. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. But anyways, it's real time. I, real I talk. no no. I really I <clears throat> I know how everybody works. I'm in that industry, mm-hmm. and a good tip can change your whole day. That's oh true. yeah, a good yeah. tip and a smile will completely and change it plays your in whole a day. thank you too. Yeah. Yeah, but the the tip first and foremost. Oh, of course. I mean, you can be an you asshole. Thank you, you know, and because leave. you can be an asshole and tip well. And I'm like, duh, like I was a dick, but duh, I respect him because <laughs> he, he just threw a twenty down. Like I'm gonna be an asshole, but I'm gonna pay you for it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're in service industry. Yeah. I mean, you, you got to look at the half cup full. Yeah. I. I it, it doesn't matter where I am. I usually treat if I go out and eat or anything. I tip well because I know what they're doing and what they're going through. Oh. That's All right. Well the, the correct the correct answer was six ninety. But for, if you're for, really nice, yeah, you could tip ten. Anyway, Randy, before it was Geisha Room, what was the name of that bar? Marty, I, Geisha no. Room, Jeez. yeah, on the corner the of Mark. Fifth, yeah. Wow, good yeah. job! I wouldn't have got that. Thing. I, I, what, what was it before that? that? If I was stoned, I could do like five bars. What was it before that? Dude, I had to think about it. That's what I mean. Like I know. It's, it's oh, so before the mark, we used mark. to go there all yes, the time. Yeah. Yes, before it was the mark. Do you remember? I don't remember the name of it. Do you remember? Though. I know that the Rainbow Room was next to it, the, uh, next to Prague, next to the basement, next to uh, what is it, Philippe, or what is it, Philippe? <laughs> What's what? The Buka Lounge next to the, the, that uh, bar. Well, I think it's changed. Like the basement bar, the Prague Buka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's called something different, like Fiesta or it, something crazy. It beats. It beats. It beats. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah dyslexic. I know. Yeah. We all know where Geisha is. But so Sweet One Hundred One was the gay bar. It was Groove before. It was Groove, but even before that was something else. Oh yeah, Rainbow it was, Room. It, yeah. Was a, it, was it was a gay, gay bar. bar. Oh yeah. I hadn't gone in there, and I went in there with some people. But it was a, it was the only oasis of gay bars. It wasn't on Fourth Street. Yeah, it was, yeah. So it, it was the one. So you didn't just... know, but it had a rainbow above it. So you'd hang out with people, and you'd be in there, and be like, "Well, uh, what, 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 what's going on?" All right. On so right what now? was it before the mark? I can't, I can't remember, man. man. Not right now. I can't remember. Oh, but we used that's to have a weird a good spot time to say though, because there's a lot of the bars I could tell you, a lot of them before that. Okay, glass. That's what it was. Glass. We were all like, "Glass, let's go <laughs> check it out." Who was DJ? I think Sid DJ there. Maybe that was yeah. back when. Oh wait, wow. Yeah. Fab, fabric. Back oh when shit. Fabric man. was around and all. Yeah. These are like the first dance club bottle service. Sit down, blue light. Yeah, I remember that. Sofas and stuff like that. There was fabric. That's when Madison and um, Beso were what the foundation. The foundation. Man, the biggest bar in town, pretty much. Like three quarters of the place was the bar. I remember yeah. when Quantum was whiskey bar. Oh, so do I. Yeah. Hey, I'm, quantum I'm gonna say I, I want to do a show. <laughs> oh, if you don't know Quantum, please look it up. It's hilarious. <laughs> I want to do a show when we just talk about the old bars. I want to do that. I want to bring a. Bunch Is it gonna of be an old person broadcast or something? I'll be here. Thank you. It's just gonna be our friends. Yeah, it's gonna be us. Anyway, <laughs> all right, Nick, uh, Rob. Yeah. On the episode I recorded with DJ Mel, 
Why did Mel get tackled by Secret Service while DJing the inaugural ball? Do you know? I don't I don't know that one. You have to go back and listen. I am. Do you know Randy? Yeah. Wow. You got tackled by Secret Service. I, t- I talked well, to him about this, yeah. It was I mean just just try to guess. Just, well, I guess. You could never guess. You it and if you knew one piece of information, you would kind of know, but you could never guess. You know, because he pointed at the president, I'm sure. <laughs> no. He pointed at him funny. <clears throat> Ready? You have to wait in line to get photos of him and stuff, and he was DJing, and he only had a certain amount, a lot of time. So he put on a mix because one of his one of his staff members, I think this is correct. We talked about it. One of his staff members, what he told me, just ran up to him, was like, "Do you want a present? With, do you want a picture with the president? You got to leave now." So he was like, "Uh, sure," and he just put on a mix and like ran. So he was running <laughs> towards the president, wow. <laughs> like with the ca- with the camera in his hand. I was like, "Can you picture?" And if people out there know. This little five one <laughs> little guy and probably wearing a sweatshirt. Shout out to DJ Mel. I love your sweatshirt game. Probably wearing a sweatshirt, running from the DJ table at the president. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have some some, some security problems. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, that was a, that was a good show, guys. So make sure you go back and check it out. There's more to the to the story. Uh, so that was a, a little game. I like that game. It works. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. All right, let's move on to uh, if you guys got. It's time for plugs and shout outs. Uh got anything going on you wanna Dirty Bill Bar, people? check it out. DJQD.com, SoundCloud, all that jazz. That's it. Plenty of mixes up there for everybody. You have any are you are you even spinning these days? Yeah. I'm still doing up two. Oh yeah, three Bourbon times Girl, a week. Bourbon, Bourbon Girl. Girl doing what? some Give me the date so I can so it's people just, know. It's like every other Saturdays. It just depends on the corporate parties and other bookings I have or the Coda tracks or Red Bull gigs or something that I can't I and I also don't like to have Solid residencies, being that I have a, a day slash night job, because it, it's it becomes mundane, and, and I have an anger issues, and it gets <laughs> you playing the that. same. Robert knows. I mean, you playing the same crate. Well, he, he will soon learn too. You playing the same crates, just the top forties. You just get t- people in and out of the bar. Can you play this? We've already played it twice. Like it just you don't. Get it wears on you. I don't want to have to do it every Saturday because I, I like looking forward to it. Yeah, but do you want to get out and play at a place where you can actually do your thing? When I, you do, to, okay, I, mean, when, I do. When, I do. I can play whatever. I, oh. WPD music's hilarious to me. I love doing it. I love doing all that stuff at those events and, and the different demographics that I play for. But to have a residency means you're in a, that yeah that specific bar playing for that specific crowd weekly, day in, day out. And I did that a long time. And it's just, it's just for me, it wore on me. I mean, it takes a lot out of you. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, one thing I didn't, I, did, I forgot to bring up is when you and Kellen had the get, the get right kids. Yeah, get right kids, and that was dope. That was the most freedom we'd ever have. Yeah, and we would have guests and South by showcases and stuff. That was good at Red Fez. Bring it back. It's he's a busy man. Uh, yeah, he is. Kid Kellen Slice, Kellen shouts to Kid Slice. He's a busy, busy. He's man. He's so busy. He's busy for Kellen. Like he's a busy guy. Yeah, he's always. That is true. Busy. That is true. So, Kellen, uh, if you listen to this, which I know you will. Uh, we need to get right kids back eventually. <laughs> just just squeeze that in your schedule somewhere. He's only busy because he's he's awesome. Yeah, I he's mean, killing he's, it. Yeah, he's he got is. a demand. I mean, it makes sense. If yeah, you're good, you have demand's a demand. great. So shout out to Kellen. So found you at Bourbon Girl sometimes on it, it, some if Saturdays. Not, if it's not me on on the Saturday, it's going to be DJ Bounds, and then and he's shout out to him. He's, I mean, he holds it down as okay. as good or better than me. So I mean. Good deal. Other than that, check out Dirty Bills if you haven't yet. Wednesdays, actually Wednesday through Sunday. Sunday is the crazy. Every night. Wednesday we have DJs. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday is a good night to go. Uh, all right, Mister 
Fidel. Uh, uh, my gigs. <laughs> uh, I just started uh, mixing it up at uh, Rattle In on Thursdays, ten to two. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Fridays I'm at Havelina on Rainy Street. Uh, Saturdays I do dinner at Rant Six One Six from eight to eleven, mm-hmm. and uh, rattle in again on Sundays for brunch from eleven to three. Oh yeah, that's right. With uh, my partner in crime, uh, Chino Casino. Shout out to Scully. Mm, good band. And uh, we're actually, I, I wanted to bring Night Shift. Uh-oh. Yes, I wanted Uh-oh. to bring up Night Shift. I didn't forget. So uh, go ahead. Go ahead. You the, the new thing that. I, I mean, me and Chris have been working really hard on it because it's really important to us. It's a, a different style of our personality and who we are. Because we, yeah, we listen to, you know, dance hall, 90s hip hop, R&B. But we also listen to like boom bap, down tempo, house, mm-hmm. other kinds of stuff, soul, funk, you know. And uh, we're starting that April uh, 15th. At vinyl, and uh, basically what it is is uh, we're going to be playing all those styles just to chill out, to relax, to get a break from the regular stuff that you normally hear, mm-hmm. and um, we're going to be playing some uh, like you know peat rock beats, and we're gonna we're gonna have an an, an actually live element. We're gonna have a trumpet player named Maurice play with us. Oh, nice! Yeah, You're going over all the beats. In. Yeah, so it's very interesting. So no. Uh, uh, I was inspired from Red Fez from back in the day. I remember. I remember when on Mondays. Bring, yeah, I used to bring a uh, Aaron Morris. Player. Yeah, shout out to him. He used to do that with uh, Efren and uh, another gentleman. I can't remember his name at the moment, but um, I used to go all the time. I never yeah. missed a Monday because it was so different. It was so chill. We had a great time, and I was really sad when they never did it again. And it's been a long time, and I thought I'd we'd pay our homage to that. It was it was awesome. So uh, we're going to try to bring that back up at vinyl. Okay. And, so you uh, said it's when? April 15th. Is the first one? It's every month? Or every- uh, yeah, we're going to tr- we're gonna do uh, a monthly. Um, we also have a projector team duo doing some, uh, some visuals for us. And um, we are probably going to have a Hope artist, a graffiti artist from The Wall, uh-huh. come do some art as well. During this event, so it's like a whole show. It's not just that's epic. Yeah, it's not just us DJing and playing this really. It's an experience. Yeah, well, if you haven't been to vinyl yet, I mean, it's, yeah, vinyl it is a great. I've been, I've been it, plugging vinyl. It, what does it remind you of? Huh? What does it remind you of? <laughs> the the lighting, like at DBs, it's no, really well, subtle. I would say, well, yes, I was saying it reminds me of Boom Boom. Oh, just, just, yeah. just the environment and That's how it right. feels. Boom yeah, Boom Room. Boom Mike boom. Swing oh, shot to him. Yeah, wow, boom, boom, the boom. secret club in Union Park that no one knew about because you remember, had to go through that doorway. Yes, and then all of a sudden was it was girls dancing on tables and broken shot glasses everywhere. Yeah, Inverse used to play there on Fridays. Yeah, Boom Boom Room. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. That's where, where I first started uh, congregating with Mike Swing because I brought him Tums because he had a tummy ache. That's funny. <laughs> he don't appreciate well, that. Well, Mike, <laughs> if you ever have a tummy ache, I always have Tums. <laughs> All right, all right. So uh, he went on a rant. I, I didn't know he was gonna do all that. Uh, I remembered looking at the calendar real quick. Thursday I'll be at Brew Exchange. Friday I'll be at the Coda Track for the MotoGP from nine to five. My dad will be out there too. Yeah, so the Red Bull to MXT that. truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday night I'll be at the Austin Speed Shop for Red Bull in the truck. Saturday and Sunday I'll be out at the track again on Turn Three in the Collegiate Zone. Saturday I'll be at BG, and then next Sunday I'll be at Bungalow Brunch. 
Nice. That's a good roundup. That works. All right, all right. And uh, let's see what I got. Deuces. What I got going on. It's not over yet. Let me oh, plug no, my Felicia? shit. Oh, what are we doing here? By Felicia. What, what? <laughs> now, um, <clears throat> but let's see whiskey. what's going on this week. Uh, Thursday can... uh, at the North Door Trill Bazaar with uh, Peligrosa Franchise in East 35. It's going to be a, pop-up, a bunch of pop-up shops, too. I didn't uh, know that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, any, anything that Peligrosa touches, I think, is, is dope. Is Caliente? Okay. Yeah. I didn't want to say that, but thank you. Uh, so that's uh, 7 bucks at uh, You can go to IndieVenue.com to get your tickets. It's worth the 7 bucks. And also that same night on Thursday, the Raw Artists have a showcase at the Belmont. If, are you familiar with the Raw Artists? I'm not familiar, no. It's this whole independent arts organization. What is it? Stanford Akron? Is it Stan? Like I don't think it is. They did just raw. Okay, that is raw artists. Okay, uh, natural born artists. So it's basically it's an organization for artists by artists. So they have you know, uh, perform arts, performing arts, makeup, okay. hair. You sound like the girl from film. Coming to America. I want to be in my own videos, produce <laughs> my own videos, <laughs> and then I want to write my, my own movies. movies. <laughs> I want to star in my own movies. No, but it's a it's a pretty big deal. Like they have, they're in a bunch of cities around ta- uh, around the country in Canada. And, and what was going on with that? Uh, they do a showcase. Uh, the Belmont. They have a bunch of visual arts, uh, film screening, fashion show, music, photography. They so, do it like continually, or this is. Yeah. Oh, okay. They haven't go, uh, yeah, a few times. What was the date year. on that? Uh, that's Thursday. So every first, every second Thursday. No, it's not every month. Oh, it's not every month. Okay, that's what I was asking. It's, it's like no, no, I don't think it's habitual. Every month. Uh, fifteen, fifteen bucks pre-sale. Go to rawartist.com.org, Sorry, or twenty at the door. It's worth it. What the hell are you doing, Robert? I've freezer. always wanted to do that. <sighs> okay, we'll do that at the end. All right, sorry. <laughs> uh, Friday, of course, we just said DJ Fidel at Javelina. And Mob Deep is coming back Ooh, to the just, Paris. I, just, I, I didn't get to see a, them during I just, South by. I saw them at Holy Mountain. It was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, gotta see them. Mob Deep is playing at the Parish with Franchise and Subculture Patriots. Uh, they're on the tour dope. right now because the album just just dropped on the That's first. That's right. No, I did see that flyer with the hand, the mm-hmm. arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So it's twenty bucks at the Parish. Uh, all your hip hop heads out there, go support it or just go see. Our friend Fidel over at Havelina. Very weed smoke friendly. Uh, oh, and I, I missed out on, the, on the, the night shift thing. We are aiming to all the people in the industry. Like it's the night shift. Once you, you all the people that work at night during the week. We get This it. is for them. This is for the people at the bring, W, Lavaca, bring all, Gibson, sin, all bring those people. Sin come night. by. Just shout them out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can't think of every Eric Porter, Austin Swan, the W, all the girls over there. There's just so many of them that they're that also appreciate nice. the event. Yeah, yeah, it, it'll be great. Um, everybody, don't worry, we'll bring them out. We'll bring them out. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. What else? Saturday, Applied Pressure, three year anniversary. Oh, that'll be dope. Jeremy yeah, Ellis. those Who guys. Holy Mountain, Jeremy Ellis. Jeremy Ellis. Oh my God, it's. Live is a if live I had drum a vagina, machine. That guy would be fingering it. He's like, <laughs> seriously, have you seen that guy work? Uh, the drum machine with his tongue. Oh Robert swallowed his own tongue. <laughs> Robert swallowed his tongue, guys. Oh my god, he is. It, it's the it, that is not real. I've, it's Dude, not he real. I don't understand how he. It's so musically and compositionally uniform and sound. I don't understand how he's. It's photographic memory. I don't understand how he—he's just so dialed at it. 
and to Dude, go back. He's on and that he, damn and he makes thing it look really easy, day, but his fingers are just going off. No, he doesn't go off on a tangent. Like you see everybody, ooh, and they go on a tangent. He'll bring it back and keep the like the the internal rhythm or the organic yeah. flow of it and go back into it. And it's just he's really great. And that's gonna be a really fun show. Shout out to everybody that does that. Yeah, yeah. Apply pressure. Tots is coming back to to spin that night. Uh, uh, and Keeper will be uh, performing too, and they're gonna do that DJ Shadow uh, introducing. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be so dope. So, go to um, it's eight bucks pre-sale online, fifteen at the door. Yeah, it's gonna nothing. be worth it. I'm not I, oh, all yeah, the stuff yeah. I got uh, to this week. That place is gonna be packed. Is uh, you have to pay, but trust me, if I tell you, it's worth the money. It's worth the money. Uh, let's see. Sunday is there's a crawfish boil at Lavaca Street Bar. Uh, it's called Fish Boil Over Town, but this one should be really good. And it's also um, our buddy uh, D Train. Birthday party. Uh, birthday party at Handlebar, yep. 3 o'clock. So, AD Assassin, Assassin and yeah. everybody, all the DJs in town will be there. Uh, if you don't know Danny, Danny's been on the radio. He was on the radio. He was, he was an MC for Austin Toros. Uh, he's, he's an, an actor. Act. He's doing all kinds of stuff. Everything. So. That's Downtown's his fifth one, yeah. Everything. D train. Hey, Shout out to D train. I've been in some movies too. I'm kind of getting in. No, right, all right. Trying to steal his yeah. shine. Trying to steal his shine. You just sit D-train. over there and breathe. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right, and uh, Monday, of course, Motown on Monday is at Vandal Room. A really uh, good night. Gatsby will be there. I know I messed up because uh, this week it's uh, Maharlani. Uh, uh, next Monday on the 14th, it's uh, DJ Gatsby. So no cover, go check it out. It's always fun. And I want to big I want to give a special since I won't be the next show will be ne- well next week. I want to give a special shout out and special birthday to my sister. Happy it's birthday. Her, it's her birthday on the 14th. So Kumba, this one's for you. Thank you so much. All Happy the support. Birthday. Happy birthday. Hey, I want to say there won't be no feedback without my sister, all right? So uh, big ups. I, I, owe, I owe her a lot. And that's all I got. Well, all right. Thank you, Randy. Thank you, sir. This was mm-hmm. fun. Thank you, thank Robert. Thank you for the whiskey. Yes, thank you. And uh, guys, make sure you go, you spread the word, Twitter, Facebook, you can comment, you can email me at podcast at thefeedback.com, B-A-K, of course, because I like my name, it's a brand. And you can subscribe on iTunes. Uh, Do you have Instagram? Yeah. We're going to take a picture and put it up. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, feedback everywhere, uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Also, we are still working on that app. Uh, mobile app uh, called Nightwire, uh, but for now we're still using that group me thing that we use during South by Southwest. There's still a lot of people in that group, and people are using it and you know sharing information about what's going on. Hey, there's the, there's a show here. Uh, this place is packed. Come over <laughs> there. So it's very useful. So until Nightwire comes out, uh, you can join. There, there'll be a link on the. There's a link below. You can just join, download the app, and just join uh, on the group me, and. That's it. That's the first time I say that, but this this time is, <laughs> that's really it. Thank you guys. I really yeah. appreciate it. Thank you. It's fun. And we'll talk to you next week. Ciao.